Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Now, here's your host, No Shame on You's founder and president, Miriam Ament. Welcome to the sixth podcast of No Shame on You, an organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. My name is Miriam Ament, and I am the founder and president of No Shame on You. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by Ephraim Epstein, founder of Elijah's Journey, senior advisor of an app called Elevator, and a member of the National Action Alliance for Suicide Prevention Faith Communities Task Force. He's also an amazing connector and much more. Hi, Ephraim. So great to be talking with you. How are you doing today? It is so great to be spending the afternoon with you uh, this this afternoon, Miriam. Um, You're doing such great work with No Shame on You, and uh, got a chance to see it firsthand when we were out in Chicago last November, and uh, always a pleasure. Well, thank you. Well, um, it's always a pleasure to see you as well. So let's start by asking, what is your background? So I got involved with mental health, um, mental health advocacy, really out of necessity. It was really 11 years ago, really around this this time period, uh, from mid-May to mid-July 2006, that uh, I struggled, went through one of the toughest struggles of my life. Uh, I thought I knew what uh, depression and anxiety, uh, written depression was, but I really didn't till I went through that period. And, you know, at one point, I believe it was actually on June 8th during that period, I, I, I remember I was, it's a long story, but I was on the campus of Rutgers University that day. And I, I remember looking up to the sky and saying, God, you know, just get me out of this rut and I promised that I'll work to make a difference. And, you know, God kept God's part of the bargain, and uh, I felt obligated afterwards to keep mine. So that's how you started to found uh, Elijah's Journey? Uh, Elijah's Journey uh, was a process. And I really, I, so I, I, coming out of the struggle, I knew I wanted to make a difference. And shortly thereafter, I started confiding in some friends and some confidants and some rabbis uh, and teachers that uh, about what I'd been through and said, you know, I want your advice. What can I do to make a difference from here? And one really good friend uh, and teacher, um, I think I, I guess I can mention by name, my friend and teacher, Rabbi Shai Held, um, oh. his advice to me was, Ephraim, don't rush it. It will come to you. And shortly thereafter, I uh, started going more public and I was getting, I was not prepared for the responses I was going to get. I was thought that best case scenario, best case scenario, I get, I would get sympathetic responses, and uh, saying, you know, it's that sad you went through that. Uh, I'm happy that you're better, um, but people that couldn't really really relate. And I was also a little bit nervous that people were going to start being nice to me because they felt they needed to be nice to me or sympathetic to me because they felt they need to be sympathetic to me. But the responses I got were people 
confiding in me and saying, F, uh, don't tell anybody, but I've been through this myself. And it wasn't just the number of people. It was who these people were. These were, in many cases, very successful people, very respected people, um, people who were in loving, stable relationships. And I learned out of this that this is something that affects just about all of us. And right. about, uh, about six months after that, I happened to see in the New York City subway, we're now early 2007, um, basically flyers or, or posters for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Overnight Walk, which at that point had been going on in a different city every year for a few years. But this was the first time it was going to be coming to New York. And it happened to be taking place on the overnight that was going to be leading into my birthday that year, June 9th into June 10th. Uh, oh, cool. uh, June 10th, June 10th happens to be my birthday. And so I said, oh, wow, this is, this is a sign. And right. so I then almost immediately started saying to people, I'm going to be doing this walk. With like, and I, it would, the best birthday present you could do for me, it, you could give me, is to donate to my walk. And I ended up raising about $3,000 on that walk. And another great thing that came out of that is I started to build relationship with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention that exists to this day. And it actually was the then New York City director of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in the fall 2009, actually September 10th, 2009, who invited me to attend World Suicide Prevention Day at the UN, which is every September 10th. Just an FYI, it has nothing to do with 9-11. It was going on way before uh, 2001, but every September 10th at the UN. And it was that day that I heard all these amazing speakers about suicide awareness prevention initiatives in so many other sectors, whether it be for the elderly, uh, for the LGBT population, for the uh, English as second language population, and uh, for and it ultimately it dawned on me that there really was should be a space for an organization dealing with the nuances of the Jewish community as well. And so a lot that, that the the organization the name did not officially the idea the name came to me a few months later to be called Elijah's Journey, but the idea was born that day. Uh, the name came a few months later, and then we officially received our 501c3, I believe, in uh, August of 2011. Um, the name Elijah's Journey uh, comes from First Kings chapter 19. Um, Yes, that Elijah, Elijah the prophet, the one that we opened the door for on Passover. Um, a lot of people know that story. Some know a few of the other stories about Elijah. But in 1 Kings chapter 19, you have maybe one of the less famous stories, unless people have really studied it closely. Um, set up on in chapter 18, Elijah has successfully uh, convinced the people and to basically stop worshiping the Baal and start worshiping God at Mount Carmel. And uh, it's a big win for him. And it's a great day. And um, the next day, it, it's in chapter 19, it's uh, not such a great day. Queen Jezebel hears about what happens and says to Elijah, uh, I'm going to kill you the next day. Uh, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. And uh, Elijah's response in verse 4 of chapter 19 is to say, uh, is to call out to God and ask God to take his life. 
And God's response is to tell him to tell Elijah to go on a 40-day journey and then reassess the situation. And that's where the name Elijah's journey comes from. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you for explaining the significance of that. That's really powerful. Um, and, and along those lines, just a couple of weeks ago, you held a Shabbaton in D.C., and then after the Sabbath, participated in the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Overnight Walk that you were talking about earlier. Can you tell us about that amazing weekend you just had uh, in Washington, D.C.? So Yes, it, it really was a very, very special weekend, and what made it special is that I spent it with a bunch of special people. Um, this was actually my sixth time doing the overnight walk. I haven't done it every year since 2007, but I've done it, um, well, you add it up. I think it's like, would be six out of 11 since then. And what was special is that this was, we, we, we did this to an extent last year when it was in New York, but we did it on a larger level this year is that we basically sought out people who were who were uh, connected to the Jewish cause, uh, connected to this, and and said, let's have a bunch of us spend Shabbat together, spend the Sabbath together beforehand, and 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 bond and share our connections. This included people who were walking because they had lost uh, a loved one to suicide. This included people who were walking because they had struggled themselves, and I'll also add this included people who were both A and B that they had lost a loved one. And they had struggled themselves, and it was an absolutely wonderful weekend. Um, really, just sitting around the Shabbat table, a uh, bunch of us from different cities, from different backgrounds, but we had we had a couple of things in common. First off, we we were all touched by mental health, uh, and we were we were all we had all been touched by mental health issues, and we had when we were all going to be walking together. Well, all of us, with the exception of one the exception of one person who was not walking because she was seven months pregnant, but her spouse was walking. And it was it was a it was a very it was a very powerful weekend. Um to quote my friend and teacher Josh Walfish, um, who actually it was uh went to school nearby you he went to Northwestern and had a big story about him in the Chicago Tribune a few years back about his struggles. He spent uh, part. Of, he spent Shabbat with us, and said afterwards that 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 Shabbat combined with um, combined with the overnight walk was among the best 25 hours of his life. And wow. uh, I, that, I found that I found that to be very very powerful. Um, my friend and teacher and advisor and uh, uh, Ilana Ilana Premax Sandler, uh, who is on the advisory board of Elijah's Journey, also on the advisory board. Of elevator and uh, among other things, a blogger, Psychology a Day, wrote um, wrote a blog post about uh, about her experience. She was part of our she she had walked actually on our team last year and was up with us in New York last year and walked with our team this year and spent Shabbat with us. And uh, you can you can search for uh, Ilana Premax Sandler's uh, actually her entire blog is good, but that post uh, which was put up just a few weeks ago, which she talks about. Her experience of of the Shabbat and uh, yeah. really a shout out to everybody who walked uh, at as part of Team Elijah's journey. Um, it, it, w- it was wonderful and and together we were named one of the top fundraising teams um, at the AFSP overnight walk, which to me was a an amazing kiddush Hashem um, second year in a row kiddush Hashem. When when somebody a Jewish a Jewish organization does something 
to show the outside world how we believe Jews can, Jews can and should behave. I think it was, I think anybody, not just the people who walked, but really anybody who donated to us, if you're listening now, really thank you. Anybody that helped publicize us, anybody that cheered us on, you were all part of this mitzvah. You were all part of this Kiddush Hashem. Really, thank you so much. Well, thank you, and it, that's so meaningful. And I, I remember I posted Ilana Primack Sandler's uh, blog when it when it came out. It was just beautiful and such a testament to you for organizing such a wonderful, connected group of people who you know all all really uh, took part in what what sounds like a super special weekend. So thank you for all that you do to to bring people together. Um, thank you, Miriam. I, I know you were don- I, I, I was say, thank you, Miriam. I know you were a donor to us as well. Oh, I, yeah, and I was sorry I couldn't make it that weekend due to some family stuff going on. Um, I couldn't be there, but I, I um, was sad not to be there, but I know it was a really special weekend, and I'm honored to know you and be, uh, know someone who just brings people together. And along those lines, I wanted to mention that one of the many um, uh, connections you made uh, for me was that you introduced me and led me to be on um, a member with you on the National Action Alliance for Suicide Prevention Faith Communities Task Force. I wanted to ask you how you initially got involved with that, and I know you have a significant role there, and I wanted to talk to you about that. So, so yeah, um, it, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, going back to September 10, 2009, um, it, the, one of the people that I heard speak that was really one of the people that motivated me to start Elijah's Journey, and I had some great conversations with him afterwards, was a guy named Jerry Reed, who... Uh, to double check his title. I believe he's the executive director for the for the Suicide Prevention Resource Center, um, and and he basically was talking about suicide awareness prevention in the elderly among the elderly, and he opened up quoting Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, and to me, I said that's a sign. And uh, Jerry Reed was also one of the people that uh, helped to basically make the National Action Alliance for Suicide Prevention become a reality. And uh, I had reached out to him when I saw that one of the faith communities, that one of the task forces that were going to be launching was a faith communities task force. And ultimately, I was asked to join. Uh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful group of people on there. It's really, it's so special to be able to uh, interact alongside colleagues from uh, leaders from other religions, uh, um, b- b- Back in February, I had the pleasure to represent the Jewish community on a webinar about how faith communities can be uh, can can basically can basically better their suicide awareness prevention initiatives. Uh, a webinar that, by the way, is is archived um, on the on the uh, Faith Communities Task Force website, uh, which you can get to uh, which you can get to off the Action Alliance for Suicide Prevention um, website, and it, and Really, to participate that alongside uh, alongside a Christian minister and a Muslim academic, and really, it was just such a powerful thing. I mean, I, I happen to maybe I'm biased. I think our webinar is really good, but on a personal level, it was just such a such a special experience for me to basically be basically be advocate alongside them and participate alongside them in, in this project. And I, I think that the the Faith Communities Task Force, it's giving an opportunity, first off, as a, as, as, as a committed Jew, it's, it's really important for me to, once again, go back to this Kiddush Hashem and really, really have a chance to show 
the outside communities that the Jewish community is 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 basically pulling their weight on this, on this issue and is really is really uh, looking to do what we can and work alongside um, our brothers and sisters from other faiths and 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 pe- alongside people as, as well as people of, uh, who aren't who don't belong to any faith to really uh, to really make the world a better place and to really learn from other people, learn from other faiths as well, too. And I think that one other thing that's powerful is that this is giving us an opportunity to basically also bring, bring together various members of the Jewish community who are, who are tied together at this issue. We have rabbis, we have lay leaders on here. We have rabbis, um, I believe, across the spectrum that are, on the faith, that are on the Faith Community's Task Force right now. And that really almost a way to sort of centralize our efforts so that we can then go and speak to other sections of the Jewish community uh, as members of the Action Alliance Faith Communities Task Force. And the Action Alliance itself is a public-private partnership. You go to their website, they have, uh, they have members of the government that are on their steering committee. They have uh, members of the business community. They have members of the athletic community on their, on their overall steering community. And, of course, the Faith Communities Task Force it's just one of many task force, which is one of many great things they're doing, but it's the one that uh, I'm involved with, and I, I, I wear that with a badge of honor. Well, thank you for all you do to, to raise awareness and, and bring people together uh, across many, many different communities. Um, finally, I wanted to talk to you about your work with the App Elevator that we mentioned earlier and some other projects you have going on. You are involved in so many things, it's just amazing, and you, you impact everyone you, you come in contact with. So I'd love to hear about some of the other projects you're working on. So, okay, so you mentioned, uh, thanks so much, you mentioned uh, Elevator. Um, I think when we came out to visit you in Chicago, and uh, we, we actually, I believe, were sponsored at that event, uh, the app at that time was called Docs, D-O-C-Z. It's now, um, I think by the time this airs, it will be called Elevator, E-L-E-V-A-T-R. What hasn't changed is that it is in the App Store. So if you have an iOS device, it doesn't need to be an iPhone. It can be an iPad as well. Well, We encourage you to download uh, Elevator. It really, it's all about peer support. It's uh, really, I I, I mean, this is not, this is not, the intention is not to replace therapy. I'm a big believer in therapy, but there's one thing I've learned is that peer support is very valuable as well. And it's an honor to be part of this team. And um, really, uh, some of the really we've been we've been we've been about peer support for the better part of a year. But some of the new features that we're going to be have rolling out include uh, a my circle feature, where basically people within your circle. Can uh, can build a, a circle of support around you, and you can act with you can act with that you can interact with them when you need a little extra support. Uh, there also is a mood meter, which allows you to basically track your mood at any time, and you can go back and see your basic mood history, uh, which has a number of applications. I know one thing I would use that for is that when I go into therapy, it allows me to go back and say to my therapist you know what, these days were better than others. And these days, um, now I remember I was struggling a little bit three days ago. Now here's what was going on then, because I know that one of my struggles when I go into therapy is trying to remember all that happened in the last week. And, you know, I, I obviously can usually remember the big things, but some of the nooks and crannies are a little tough to recall. And I think that's going to have, um, that's going to be a 
very, very helpful uh, application. One thing that I think that for-profit companies have, um, or for-profit startups have a role to play is broadening the conversation about mental health in the workplace. And I've been a part of some of those panels, and I've, I think that that's a conversation that we're going to continue. I'm also involved with another company called Walkthrough. Uh, the URL is wewalkthroughthru.com, www.wewalkthru.com. And while and we are going to be continuing this conversation about mental health in the workplace and look for some additional events and conversations along those lines from us in the not-too-distant future. Um, Wonderful. Sorry, any, any other endeavors you want to talk about? I'm starting some dialogues on the lines of mental health and athletics and hopefully mental health and music. And I actually, as soon as I got off the phone with you, I have, uh, I have a 1,500-word essay that's due, um, due this weekend for a book I'm going to be in, uh, co-edited by one of my heroes, Sally Spencer Thomas, um, due out, I believe, later this year. That's going to be the story of how, um, the stories about, uh, specifically about men that have struggled and how they've overcome, how they've overcome, um, Many who have been through some tough times and how they overcome their struggles. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited to be a part of that project. And one last project, which I'll mention right now, uh, because it's one that I know you are involved with as well, is uh, the I'm Possible Project. Um, our, our, our good friend and teacher and advisor, Josh Rivadal, I mean our, because I know you and I uh, both looked him in those roles, Josh Rivadal, um, is coming out with the second book in his series, um, I was very honored to be in the first book, and I know that uh, the second book will include stories from a couple people that I know well and I'm close to, one of whom is a woman named Janine Hoff, founder of Where's the Sunshine? I bring her up because she was part of Team Elijah's Journey and part of that Sabbath down in D.C. and part of Walking With Us, but another person, one other person who I know well who is in book number two is... You, Miriam, and uh, I'm really, really, I, 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 with all the great connections we have, um, I'd say one of the connections that I'm so excited about is that we are now going to be I'm Possible Project co-authors. <laughs> it is pretty awesome, and thank you. And again, another connection that Ephraim, who I can't say enough how, how what an amazing friend he is and, and connector and how he just brings people together, and it's because of him that I have the honor of being in the book, so I just want to mention that to our listeners. Ephraim, thanks so much again for being here. It's such an honor to have you here. Uh, for more information about all the great uh, projects and, and organizations you're involved in, where, where can people go and, and look up all this great stuff? So thank you so much. Uh, Elijahsjourney.net. Also, Elevator is E-L-E-V-A-T-R.com. Um, the I'm Possible Project books um, is www.iampossibleproject.com, and you can read the uh, you can and you can order the books that both uh, Miriam and, and myself are in, put together by uh, as well as a bunch of other amazing people, uh, put together by edited by our friend and teacher Josh Rivadal, and 
what else did I go to Pilates? The, oh, the, task, the, 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 the action alliance, and 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 of course uh, the action alliance, the the faith, the action, the national action alliance for suicide prevention's faith communities task force. Um, great website, great great resource, great resources on there. www.faith-hope-life.org. Thank you so much. Uh, those are some great resources. And for anyone looking for upcoming events and other resources at No Shame on You, please go to www.noshameonyou.org. That's www.noshameonyou.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to having another podcast for you soon.